Burlesque Stripped Down, episode number 65. Welcome back, friends and lovers. This is Velvet Eau Claire, as always, your guide through all of the secrets. Sometimes they're sexy, sometimes they're, you know, sassy, sometimes not, sometimes they're very sparkly. <laughs> of us, the folks behind the tassels, thank you so much for pressing play today. I'm always thrilled to have you listening in and uh, hearing all the amazing things that my guests have to share. I'll give you a little recap in case you missed it last uh, episode. It was not last week. I don't know. Wasn't too long ago though. I did I did do all right this time. <laughs> Our last episode was a quick um, happy podcast anniversary to Burlesque Strip Down because we have now been podcasting for two whole years, as well as a recap of my time with the hashtag traveling Sibian. Uh, Ruby Red was here to visit me. Ruby Red's the name of the Sibian, by the way, uh, for two weeks. And so I kind of chatted a little bit about that. You can find that at burlesquestripdown.com slash traveling Sibian. And if you want to see some photos from our time, especially at Come Out with Pride, which is Orlando's Pride Festival, and I took uh, Ruby Red, the Sibian, on a little cart and we took her around and had people jump on if they wanted to. And, and there was a lot of giggles to be had and some great photos over at burlesquestripdown.com slash traveling Sibian photos, all one word. Of course, you can find those from just the homepage as well. So those were the last few posts over on Burlesque Strip Down, and today I am super excited to be bringing a repeat guest back on the show. Some of you may remember, oh gosh, when was it? I think I said it was about a year ago, maybe a year and a half now. Uh, Millie Dollar was on the show. I believe she was episode number 41 and 42. And Millie and I chatted about a lot of different things, all of her um, amazing endeavors over in Liverpool. And I wanted to have her back on because she's been doing just some amazing things. We'll get into talking about that during the episode, but I'm really impressed with what she's done with her new business called Millie Dollar Beauty. So Millie Dollar Beauty is all about creating biodegradable, vegan, cruelty-free, hypoallergenic cosmetic glitters. They've also expanded into some luxury eyelashes and that are vegan and mink style. Um, and I just am, like I said, I'm really impressed with everything she's done. I love following her on Instagram. You'll hear me kind of geek out about that a little bit during the interview. So I wanted to make sure, um, even though I want to have a, a wide variety of new guests, that I also wanted to bring Millie back on just to really get into this and, and talk about not only why it's important, why what she's doing is important, why she started Millie Dollar Beauty. And also, of course, some of you know me, I geek out about entrepreneurial things. So I wanted to talk to her a little bit about the process of starting a business um, and how she's found that experience. Before I launch into my interview with Millie, don't forget that our sponsor these days is Audible. Audible has a wide, huge, amazing selection of audiobooks that you can listen to on the go with any of their apps or on the computer or anything like that. And they're offering our listeners a free 30-day trial as well as a free audiobook. And all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash burlesque strip down. And stay tuned in this interview to hear what Millie is listening to. And maybe you could even download the same audiobook. So I don't really want to waste any more time. So let's go ahead and just jump in. Uh, don't forget, if you want to learn a little bit more about Millie Dollar as a person and some of her other endeavors, you can basically actually find a home base for all three of these episodes over at burlesquestripdown.com slash Millie. That's going to show you her, you know, her personal episodes where we talk about her, as well as her hot tips episode where we talked about mental health and burlesque. It was a really interesting conversation. And it'll also link then, of course, to this episode if you need to find it again. 
As a side note, I would also just like to apologize for the slightly less than optimal audio quality of this particular interview. Um, I did have some issues with the original files and then, oh, gotta love technology. Literally, I had spent <laughs> probably three, four hours editing. No, that's exaggerating. I exaggerate. Okay, not three, four hours, but I had spent at least an hour or two editing uh, this episode and lovely <laughs> certain editing program that I use decided to crash and not save any of it. And I was unable to recover my original file of my audio. So all of that to say, we ended up using a backup of the audio um, recorded. And so it's not the most ideal quality. And I do apologize about that. But I wanted to be sure that you still got to hear the amazing content and we still got to showcase Millie's amazing new company. So I hope you enjoy the interview with Millie Dollar of Millie Dollar Beauty. That is right, my friends. I have my very first repeat guest here on Burlesque Strip Down, and I am super excited to bring back Millie Dollar onto the show. How are you doing, Millie? Hi. I feel very special, very special. To, to be asked to come back. <laughs> you know, it's always nice to be asked to come back rather than to leave, which is what I usually get. <laughs> oh, no, of course not. No. And, and, and not only that, but this is actually your third episode in the end because we ended up doing, we did two in the first time you were on the show. We had our interview and then we had a hot tips episode talking about mental health and burlesque. And for yeah. anybody who want, who hasn't listened to those, you can go back to those um, burlesquestripdown.com slash Millie, M-I-L-L-I-E. And that's going to take you to the home base for all of these, including this one. And you'll be able to listen to those. Those were episodes number 40. 41 and 42 um, that we talked about. It was about a year ago now. But I wanted to bring you yeah. back on because you have some really cool new endeavors um, going on. But first, let's just kind of catch up with you as a human being and as a performer. What has been going on with you? Don't let them know I'm a human being. I know. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean. No, she's not at all. She's I a goddess. A goddess. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've just been working on um, a bunch of new acts and working on different shows and such. So I think last year we spoke about like promoting events a little bit yeah. and I'm kind of getting back into the swing of that with uh, Monthly Night. Um, I've also started doing workshops again and working with a really lovely group of ladies here in Liverpool. So I've got about 20 or so students right now who are fantastic. And they're all working their asses off. Hell yeah. Which is what you want. Absolutely. That's what you want for your students. Yeah. So do you do like a series of workshops? Is yeah. it like, you know, kind of, is it, or is it like a, one, a bunch of one-offs? Or do they kind of stick with you for like almost like a course? Um, well, we do it in a six-week block. Awesome. But it's not that it ends at that six weeks and starts again. It's It carries on. Cool. Cool. Um, but because I like to have a smaller class so that I can actually give everyone the amount of attention I think you should get when you're in a course, if you're learning burlesque or anything really, I feel like the teacher should be able to concentrate on everyone. Definitely. So I've limited it to 10, but then because they were quite popular, I've ended up having to do two classes back to back. So I have 10 in each class, awesome. which is great. But I am exhausted by the end. <laughs> How long is each class? They're an hour long each. Oh, wow. Some weeks we'll do a routine, and those are the weeks that my legs hurt the next Oof, day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week I'm teaching them go-go dancing. Oh, my goodness. And 
I might die. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Two hours of go-go dancing is a lot of go-go dancing. That is a lot, for sure. <laughs> that is so cool that you've been doing all that. Um, I know last time we talked, you were you know, you know, were uh, working on uh, Dada Fest, right, there in, in Liverpool? Yeah. Well, How did that go, um, and do you have one coming up this year, too? Well, we it went really well last year. Um, we had our Burlesque from Biscuitland show. Mm-hmm which was amazing. So I was quite excited to get to put that on and have the people involved that we could get. Yeah. Um, so we had Jess Tom, who I think I mentioned last yeah, time, yeah. Tourette's Hero. And um, we are looking into having it back again next year. Cool. See, festivals run every two years. Gotcha. So we'll be back working with them in 2018. Very cool. So bring back Dada Very nice. So um, in between teaching the classes, um, working on routines, working on shows traveling to shows and um, i set up a regular show here in liverpool at blind tiger uh-huh. called blind tiger Bullers, um which is the last friday of every month and it's been really nice to have a little like a, a little base where i can bring performers oh, yeah. from awesome. all over the country and um, to come perform with me and then i've set up a business yeah so let's go ahead and talk about this because like you have, you have a a minute you're like what should I do I know exactly <laughs> gonna, heaven forbid you have any free time <laughs> I know who needs sleep no that's overrated yeah but <laughs> I love and, and, really. <laughs> and, like I, and like I said this new business is really why I wanted to have you on the show not that I don't love you and I wanted to have you back and catch up with you but I also really wanted to bring you back on because I think what you're doing is just so amazing so it's called Millie Dollar Beauty why don't you tell us a, a little bit about it like how it came to be yeah so, um, Millie Dollar Beauty, it started uh, mainly as I was a little bit concerned, really, about um, how much glitter we use in burlesque yeah. and in cabaret. Um, I mean, I've been doing this a really long time, and I'm sure that I've spread my fair share of what we like to refer to as the burlesque herpes. <laughs> Um, oh my god! I actually even have, haven't even heard that. I really love that. <laughs> is that, is that a, it might be a British term or it for, for glitter backstage. Maybe but, or, or I just haven't heard it. it. I don't you know. Just adopt it because it's amazing. It. It's great. It is the uh, the burlesque herpes. Yeah. Um, because it gets everywhere. Once it's on you, it never goes away. Uh-huh. But also, if you've got glitter that just doesn't get off your body, it's constantly in your hair. What? What is that going to do to the planet once it's once it does get off you, yeah. and it goes onto the ground or into the ocean? Yeah. It's going to damage um, the ecosystem. It's going to damage like any animal that happens to ingest it, and yeah. um, because they are made up of like plastics and metals, sometimes mm. they never go away. Yeah. yeah. And although we like to joke and say, oh, it's the burlesque herpes, like, it is a little bit of a herpes. It is. It will yeah. not go yeah. away. Yeah. It's huh. always yeah. going to come back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. normal, like, normal glitter companies, will it'll be, mo- it's mostly all, like, this plasticky stuff, right? Yeah. And you said so maybe metal. Regular, regular glitters would be um, PETs, which is a type of plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some companies that, that generally it's aluminium. Uh-huh. Um, but there has been instances of copper and such then what are basically harmful materials mm-hmm. used in regular kind of cosmetic glitter and craft glitter mm-hmm. but from putting that light on our skin it's going to get in your eyes it's going to get you know ingested somewhat and yeah. um, so that as as well as the worry for the planet it's not great for us 
um, which is why we decided to work with a company to create a range of biodegradable uh, eco-friendly glitters and they are digestible <laughs> so I can, eat, I can actually eat my glitter if I want you can eat it like you, you probably don't want to grab a jar and a spoon but <laughs> just chowing you, down backstage I am immersed in yeah, my art people just <laughs> Um, yeah, it does actually break down because it's made of cellulose. It's um, created out of like plant cells. Oh, okay, okay. So they're the you know the cells that make a plant green, basically. Yeah. That's that's what we have managed to create glitter from. That is so. Which cool. I think is really quite cool. Yeah, yeah. That's really neat. <laughs> like, so take me back to kind of the beginning. Like, what, like I mean, obviously, you know, this is something you were you're like thinking about. What was that catalyst? Like, what made you actually? I mean, I assume you had to search out a company that would actually make them, or that was making them, yeah. or something. Yes. Well, we were quite lucky in the fact that we we found a company that were not that far away from us. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Um. So we were able to work with them quite easily. Right. And. They have actually been creating, like, that. well, they've been working in metals mainly since 1928. Wow. Um, and they expanded into glitters, and then now we have uh, the biodegradable glitters. Yeah. So were they already, were they already making biodegradable, or did you, did you work with them? They just started up. Cool. So they had a couple of shades. So they've expanded their range, and they're still expanding their range, which is great because it means that we are able to expand alongside them. So, yeah, they're, they're really um, quite friendly and easy to work with, which is what you want. Definitely. You know, you want people who get what it is you're doing yeah. and they understand. Absolutely. So and I think they were quite excited when they said we were talking about, yeah, we'd, we'd want to get the stage makeup and burlesque and all of these things so yeah. you've got mostly um loose glitters at the moment right but you're looking to expand at the moment okay yes. yes so at the moment we have um the range of different types of glitter mm-hmm. so we're trying to incorporate all different types of shades and such um but red has strangely been the favorite really yeah <laughs> red though red, red which we call the sin city that is the the top seller yeah. well, i was just gonna say <laughs> um, i'm on your website right now and i just i love also like the names of everything you've got you know mercury which is like that nice kind of like the 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 grayish kind of color i guess i don't know how it looks when it's on or if it's just kind of like yeah it's like pure silver pure silver beautiful yeah. and then you've got like which mermaid is- scales and unicorn skin Oh my gosh, my favorite, La Petite Mort, La Petite Mort, um, which is yeah, um, the little death, the little death <laughs> which for anybody who doesn't know is also a euphemism for an orgasm in French. <laughs> but I love that. Like it's that nice black. Oh my gosh, that would be, that's, that's, I'm going to have to some of that. It's like that, you know, that Vanta black, the blackest black yeah, that yeah. you've ever seen. But it sparkles. Oh, it's it sparkles. it's kind of an enigma in itself. It's amazing. It's like so black. Yeah. And then. You move it slightly and it sparkles like crazy, and it's like, oh, oh God, so this cool. is, it blows my mind every single time. Yeah. But uh, part of the names came from naming certain colors after my own routines. Cool. Okay. Tell me about okay. that. Yeah. Let's carry on with the the Millie Dollar Beauty like name there. Yeah. I have like the Blue Martini mm-hmm. is one of my favorite acts to do. Um, so one of the first colors we introduced was Blue Martini. Cool. Uh, Sin City is actually a fire act. I do um, to a little bit of ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> and Lucky Mort is an act as well. So it's quite the, it's an all black costume, but with lots of sparkles, very sensual. And yeah, so it's just a 
really tie it all together. That's awesome. But then I had to start being creative with some of the names. <laughs> yeah. As well. It has to be fun and to be like, like naming it first and then you kind of like run out of ideas. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I going to do now? Christine. <laughs> I've run out. But um, yeah, because we have actually got a range of, I had so much fun naming these, right? Um, so I have a range coming out of um, faux mink eyelashes so they are not okay. real mink okay not real they're mink. not okay. <laughs> not okay. good to know silk they're thick silk because mm-hmm. everything um is going to be everything is completely like, vegan completely cruelty free mm-hmm. we have our range of faux mink lashes they're still really light oh, nice. and they look absolutely beautiful but i have named these for the you know those guys that say take a swimming on a first date mm-hmm. and they believe that makeup is false advertising because they truly believe that women have bright red lips right naturally because we're just products yeah. to be bought right that's uh-huh. what it is okay right. uh-huh. my little feminist okay. bit standing up there <laughs> whatever all right <laughs> yes uh, i don't like those boys uh, very much me neither which is why i have named my lashes specifically for them so we have deceit deception we have false promises <laughs> <laughs> So you have a full range of eyelashes, which are all um, these little names with a bit of a nod towards that, is fantastic. that kind of mindset. Yeah, that so, is yeah. fantastic. Like, uh, you. yes, it is false advertising. Whatever, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, what, what are those lashes? And they're like, deception. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so when do you start carrying those lashes? At the end of July, they'll be coming in. Very so nice. they'll Very be out. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And then what's kind of like down the pipeline later on? Because right now you've got loose glitter and I noticed that you have two sizes, right? Yeah. You've got the really fine and then the bigger, you yeah. know, the bigger ones. I love the one that it's, it's like the freckle one. What is it? Your freckle, pe- freckle speckles? Freckle speckles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I named these because I started using that glitter to do uh, freckles. Yes. You know, like, freckles are so in fashion that at the moment that people are getting them tattooed on. Oh, my on. gosh. Yeah, because we can't ever be happy this with just who we are. <laughs> it used yeah, to be people wanted to get rid of their freckles extreme. and cover them up, and now suddenly... Oh, no, I used to hate when I got freckles right. when I was a kid. Right. And the, now they're gone. I love that. Oh, yeah. I just have moles now. <laughs> <laughs> Like that age, I'm like it's that a hair. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got so you've got the two sizes of glitter now. You're coming out with eyelashes. Yeah. What what's you know you mentioned makeup and stuff. What's kind of in the plan in the future? Yeah. Do you think? Well, um, we do want to have our store be a one stop shop. Cool. Carrying a range of different, completely vegan, completely cruelty free uh, cosmetics that are all created to be used on stage. Mm-hmm but they're also perfect for every day. So we are working with uh, a couple of brands to get those in store, mm-hmm. uh, especially because there are a couple of brands that they're quite easy to get over in America, mm-hmm. but not so much for us here in the UK. Gotcha. So when I was in New York recently, I was mainly um, researching. I That's what I call researching, going to Hell Sephora. Yeah. <laughs> and spending loads of money. I'm researching, dear. <laughs> I need to spend $300 on lipstick. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I spend a lot of time researching and looking into every single product so from anything that we create ourselves and uh-huh. um, working with companies to anything that we get in, they're all meticulously researched. I'm a bit of 
a little bit obsessive like that. <laughs> I mean, but that's a good quality to have. And, and that actually brings me to a question that I had for you. And we've been talking a lot. I mean, you and I, I think, even talked about it. But, like, I've talked about it with a lot of people as yeah. far as how it's difficult to be a full-time, like, just performer, right? Like, that's, you know, to make enough, make a living. So yeah. most of us supplement in different ways, right? Whether it's with a kind of more of a, quote, muggle job or if it's, like, teaching or, you know, different things like that in the burlesque world. So you have started yeah. this company to supplement yourself. Were you kind of, like, entrepreneurial? minded before is that kind of like did that feel like a good fit for you or was this kind of like new territory entirely well um before I started performing burlesque um I used to make uh hair flowers and jewelry mm. and such and it was sold in a, a couple of stores here in Liverpool mm. and I did always have in my mind that I would like to one day own a store okay. which it, it's harder nowadays though to be like create a brick and mortar yes. store yeah it's really difficult it's just so many overheads and people don't really shop in person anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everything's online um so we've set up with the online business right now mm-hmm. i would love to think that at some point i could have a physical shop so that people could come in and try everything but especially actually in liverpool it's regularly voted the city that has women who spend the most on makeup <laughs> really yeah because liverpool lasses are quite known for um very extreme very made-up looks like they <laughs> really care about how they look here it's quite common to see groups of women walking around with rollers in their hair uh-huh. <laughs> and full hands, full eyelashes <laughs> what we call a scouse brow so you, you might want to google scouse brow <laughs> See what I mean? It's a bit of a Madonna '80s kind of look. Oh, very. You Not know, really dark, really thick brows. That's kind of a trend here. So, um, yeah, I'd love to open it up to the woman of Liverpool and see what they think of trying out cruelty-free vegan makeup. Definitely. And beauty like yeah. products and, yeah it seems like a good, a good um you know market to start with it you know with this in-person stuff and and the nice thing about it nowadays is that like it's not even a necessity to have like a physical like quote brick and mortar yeah you can have even like just like a pop-up shop right that you do at like markets and conventions and exactly. things like that um, you know? we do have uh we have stalls at various shows around oh. the uk so um, we, we can be caught occasionally yeah. <laughs> at these stalls so you can speak to us in person and find out a little bit more about what it is we do and why but I just like that little fantasy of being the shop yeah keeper. oh absolutely absolutely I, like I have a similar hey. thing I'm working on a kind of a business <laughs> more of a muggle business and it's less of a shop it's not really products it's more services and classes and things and like I have this fantasy you know down the road of like having this beautiful like building with all these different rooms and like a kitchen and like I just have like such fantasies but for the mean, you know, in the meantime, we have to take things one step at a time and do, a, you know, more of a pop-up, you know, kind of stall thing or, you know, rent yeah. rooms or whatever it is. So now you mentioned um, we. So you have a, do you have a team? First of all, actually, let me ask, how long has Millie yeah. Dollar Beauty been around? Um, it's set up in at the very end of April this year. This year? So we're Holy still God. really fresh. Well, this is since we've been um, available for sale. So like, it's something sure. that we've been working on for quite some time beforehand and it's really hard to keep quiet about yeah. something for so long. Yeah, I bet. So how, what Especially because I'm the kind of person who speaks, I just tell everyone. <laughs> right. And you want to build up the buzz, but at the same time, you don't want to do that too soon. What is quite a long time? Yeah. Like, how About how long was this in the pipeline? Like, when did you start researching this idea? Um, I started researching it six months before it set up 
but it's been something that I've been thinking and mulling over for about a year and a half before I started putting it into action, mainly because of that little niggly thing we like to call self-doubt, going, will this work? Will people really want this? Imposter syndrome, rear his head. Yeah, Yeah, I gotcha. I think at this time and this period right now, it's more important than ever to be environmentally conscious mm-hmm. about not only what we're doing in general, but what we're putting on, what we're wearing, because it's something that most people just don't think about. Absolutely. Like we have that whole, um, generally people are quite anti-animal testing, right? which is great. Right. But then those same people might be throwing away loads of um, empty product bottles or plastics or using these glitters that are dangerous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they can be dangerous to the planet, but they can be dangerous to the wearer as well. Mm -hmm. Um, some, Some of the reason that, well, the main thing that got me thinking about all of this was a story that popped up on a website called, I think I'm pronouncing it right, Imja. Or Imager. Oh yeah. You oh, heard of oh yeah. Im- Imger. Is it Imger? Imger. Imger. I know exactly what Im- you're talking about, and I literally don't know how to pronounce it. I M G U R. Right. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that is. I don't know. <laughs> In 2015, and you can still find it if you if you search for it. There was a woman who um, she was making Valentine's Day cards, just having a little craft day with her daughter, mm-hmm. and a speck of this glitter somehow worked its way into her eye, worked its way into the cornea of her eye, and she ended up having to get it removed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this is because there was, there was some kind of metal within this glitter that if they didn't remove the eye, she would have got blood poisoning. Oh, my God. This is what's going on your face. This is what's going in your system. I'm, I'm sure, like, that's a very, very rare occurrence. Sure, but still. But the fact that it is that dangerous, yeah. I think, get people starting to think a little bit more about what they're putting on their skin, what they're willingly putting into their system. You think about it, too. Like, it's not like I sit there and eat it with a spoon glitter, but, like, you know, you might ingest some of it just by That's accident. that one time. <laughs> yeah, well, right. You know, I don't do it yet until I get yours in the mail, and then I will. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like you, know, you do, yeah. But you do kind of ingest. I mean, you know, there's glitter in the air. You know, it's it, it happens sometimes. You might get some. I don't want that in my system. See, I, I'm sure we've all had glitter lungs. Yeah, I'm sure we've all pooped glitter yeah, at probably, some point. I'm sure we have, right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, and this is what I think is great about what you're doing with Millie Dollar Beauty is it's not just. I mean, yes, we hope that people buy from you because we want to make your business successful. But you're also spreading the word about something that like a lot of us, especially yeah. in the Dallas community, like well, don't even think about. I wouldn't have even thought. That glitter was bad for me. Because I always say, and I'm saying it as purely from trying to be as non-selfish as I can Mm. when I say it, that I would rather people obviously bought the glitter from us. Sure. But if they weren't going to use biodegradable glitter and seek it out, I would rather they didn't use it at all. Mm. Yeah. Because if you aren't going to just take that time to think about what it is you're spreading on stage, because... You know, the glitter pores are quite common as well. And if you see at the end of every show with a, a large amount of glitter or con- confetti in there, mm-hmm. at the very front of the stage where it's all been swept off, there's just this line of glitter and feathers and the occasional rhinestone, yeah. <laughs> you know, all these discarded things that are going to get carted off and go into a landfill. 
we're, we're quite a messy bunch. We sure are because we don't, you know, and that's, <laughs> that's true in our lives in general, but especially with this, with this, oh, yeah. glitter, you know, um, because we don't see it once it's gone. It's like, whatever, it's just glitter. It's fine, you know, but yeah, yeah it has to, about it. it goes somewhere. But also, if you think about, because I've seen performers come off stage with glitter getting in their eye, they've accidentally got it, like have poured glitter on their face mm-hmm. for whatever reason. But if you're going to throw it out into the audience, that that also scares me a little bit. Yeah. So I've, I've turned into one of those people that I never thought about it myself. Like it was not something I would have ever thought about until I read the story and then starting to see how much it's used. And then you can't unsee I know, it. Right? I, know, yeah, I know fret. I'm like sat at the back going, oh my gosh, she just glit- threw glitter at the audience. And what if that gets in someone's face or they drink oh it or, gosh, yeah. you know, it, yeah, it, it can be drink. so easily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it can really easily get into someone's system. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that it it freaks me out. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know, like yeah. again, not to not to like just be selfish about it, but like I know for me, like I was just in, um, I did the Rocky Horror Pole Show at the Orlando Fringe yeah. Festival, right? And so we had a run. We had eight different nights over the course of two weeks. Oh and, my god, that was glitter. <laughs> oh it was, yeah, there was a lot of glitter involved in this, <laughs> and we all did. We actually named ourselves our little group. We are the Glitty Titties, right? So we have <laughs> glitter titties every night and all of that. And so, but I definitely noticed me. I have very very sensitive skin um, and I notice it all yeah. the time and so I was definitely breaking out in my like kind of like cleavagey area like my you know my lower neck and everything because we would just put it on and it, I didn't it, know at first it, if it was because of the glitter but I, I think it was because that was the only constant in the whole thing it, that made me break out was. well mainly because they cut glitter into hexagonal shape which didn't even know this, it's tiny sharp edges mm-hmm. yeah but you, you can get round glitter okay. you can get it round um but it's harder to find it's more expensive mm-hmm. but yeah glitter is generally cut at a hexagonal mm-hmm, okay. so you you are getting like little sharp edges yeah tiny little edges and that is made of anything that mm-hmm. could irritate the skin yeah. like any any kind of metal mm-hmm. then it's gonna give you a bit of a little bit of scratches, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think so anyway. Like I said, I can't guarantee that it was because of the glitter, but like that, it definitely seemed to be the yeah. one common denominator. So as far as the business itself goes, like I, like I said, um, you, you know, you said we a couple times. Do you have a team? Have you put together a group of people or how did that kind of work? To, yeah, I mean, it's, it's me and my husband. Okay, cool. So uh, my husband is a performer as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I remember so you mentioned him last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does uh, Chinese pole and acrobatics and yeah, such, awesome. um, but he's also dealt with the glitter everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one thing which I, it is a bit scary for him is if he's been on stage after someone who's used glitter mm-hmm. and it's not been properly cleaned up, mm-hmm. uh, with the kind of act he does, he uses rubber shoes climbing up a rubber co- rubber covered pole. And if he gets glitter on the bottom of his, the soles of his shoes, that means that his friction has gone. Oh shit! So it makes it harder for him to actually do his routine, which oh. is something that I would not I would not have thought about no, that. No, I never would have thought of that. He um, he told me about it, and I was like, wow, I could have hindered someone else's act mm-hmm. in that in that way I mean it's not a common occurrence that someone's like I'm gonna get on a pole now and I'm right, with rubber shoes yeah and, all, that, this and mm-hmm. do all of this mm-hmm. stuff but yeah there's uh, there's all these little tiny things that make me go oh wow actually 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, all this stuff that we just didn't even think about. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. And and so you work with him to kind of, you've worked with him to create this company. And like, how did, because one thing I like too, I, I find very important from an entrepreneurial standpoint, like making these small businesses, like mm-hmm. I love when people include themselves as part of the brand. I don't think it's necessary, but I love that you have it. I mean, it's literally million dollar beauty. You talk about yourself, yes. like even on the about page and you're, I love your Instagram videos that you'll do with little, like I'll watch them, you know, I don't watch Thank a lot of Instagram you. videos, but like <laughs> little mini tutorials, like, you know, yeah. I mean, just teeny, you know, where you sh- you'll show the exact product you're using and then put it on and I can see a transformation in like 60 seconds and it's great. So what yeah. kind of brought about that decision, like as far as how to brand this and to still include yourself in the brand? Yeah, well, um, from a, a branding point of view, because they've already been a brand, I guess, for right. such a long time, um, being a performer, that is kind of a bit of a brand. Definitely, so definitely it is. to yeah. carry that on, um, it made sense for us to incorporate the two, uh, especially because I... I get a lot of people that come to me asking me about advice for dietary stuff and um, about um, their makeup and what's cruelty free and can I recommend this, that and the other. So um, it kind of made sense to merge those two. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of using names in branding because <laughs> I just feel like it's really vain. And I'm not <laughs> it's um it's been quite interesting because uh it's like doing those videos that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. I feel really weird because I'm not the kind of person that looks at video of myself going, Oh, they look so good. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh god, there's my face. Oh. I try and do this really quick. Um so it's uh kind of making me confront that a little bit too. Yeah. So well, that might be cathartic. It can be really interesting in in those kind of situations to like bring yourself into the brand and how much to do it and all of that. I mean, I think of one of the girls in my mastermind who has started, um, and I mentioned this on a podcast before, um, for anybody who's in like California, Washington, Oregon, Alaska, or DC, I think are the states. um, She has a, a new company called Words and Wine, where she does book pairings with wines. Right. And it's this like gift set. And it's really, really cool. If, if anybody is in those states and is interested or if you're anywhere else, she just can't sell you wine, but she can sell you. Does other she stuff. make this international? She's working on it. Oh, my gosh. The laws to ship um, to ship alcohol sales are ridiculous, yeah. you know, to do all of that. So it she's working be. on stuff. She can definitely she has like other things like really cute, like wine glasses and stuff. This is not a per, uh, like a, totally just a promo for her. I didn't mean to do that. But if you're interested in words.wine <laughs> is her website. So www.words.wine. Um but she struggled as well. Like she and I are in a mastermind group together, right? So we, we and one other girl meet every other week and we sit, um, we meet on Skype and we just kind of go over the challenges in our businesses and what we're struggling with and what we're working on. And we get advice from each other, which by the way, I think is a great thing, not only for business people, but also for performers as well. You know, I think there should be like burlesque masterminds all the time. I think that would be amazing. Like a pod of the burlesque dancers helping each other. Right? I think that's, yeah. I mean, we, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, is that, like, burlesque can be such a solitary thing that it's nice to have, like, your group. If you don't have, like, a troop troop, you know, it's nice to have a group of other performers around you. But anyway, one of the things that she was struggling with is this idea of, like, how much to put herself into the brand, right? Because, you know, she was like, I want to keep words and wine kind of, like, as its own thing, And I kind of encouraged her, and I don't know if it's the right choice, like it's not always a good thing, but I encouraged her, I'm like, I think people want to know about the founder, you know what I mean? Like they want to know who you are, and they want to see your passion for this, because she is, she loves wine, and she loves books, and that's what 
It was that passion that made her create this company. So she's a similar to you where she's like, I'm not comfortable being on camera as much all the time and all this, but she's been doing like Facebook live events and all sorts of things. And I'm super proud of her because she's doing just such a great job with it. And yeah, it can be hard you, you to confront have, that part of yourself. Yeah. And you, you start to get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. It and it's, um, you, you can have very little faith in yourself as how you look, uh, how you are mm-hmm. when you're talking to someone. So to be forced to confront that a little bit it can actually be quite a useful tool to, to help you get used to it, to practice in a sense, like practice that part of yourself. Um, otherwise that is something that we can so easily lose, especially in this day and age with social media. It's so easy to just be faceless. Mm. So put yourself out there and be a face. And I, yeah. And I need to take some of our own advice here that we're, <laughs> we're both giving because, you know, I mean, with burlesque trip down, you know, I obviously I'm a very much a part of the brand because I do this podcast and you hear my voice all the time, but yeah, I've been reluctant or nervous or something to do any of those like Facebook lives or, you know, videos. I post pictures on Instagram, but not a lot of like videos because it just, I don't know. I, yeah, maybe it's that insecurity. Maybe it's that just like, it seems like a lot of work to like, make sure that I look good on camera and this and that and whatever, but yeah. Find your light, find your angles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, work on those angles, exactly. But you're right, yeah. it can be it can be something. It's not necessarily, it's not necessarily a necessity, say that 10 times fast, but it's not always a necessity, but at least like it's an option and it can be good, to, like you said, to help kind of work through some stuff, I imagine. Yeah, and from doing um, the Facebook Live videos, I get very, very nervous because especially because you, you're having a one sided conversation, basically. <laughs> right. right. Uh, people will comment, but then it's you going, this person said this. And it <laughs> does seem really unnatural uh-huh. to, to do that, to just be like, I'm just going to talk at my phone. Right. <laughs> with no one responding to me. <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> like, it can be weird, but. Yeah. It is also very useful that you've got this tiny little magical rectangle in your pocket that you can whip out and suddenly connect with hundreds of people. The other day I had um, a backstage all to myself and I was doing a show where I turned up. I was the only performer on this show and I had the most amazing dressing room and really great lighting and I was like, why not just do a little, you know, whip my phone out and do a live video. So I like that they don't have to put so much forward planning into that. And I think that makes it a little bit more authentic. Yeah, definitely. As opposed to the videos I put on my Instagram where they are they are filmed, they are edited to make them shorter to fit in with Instagram's minute long yeah. rule. So that can feel a bit disconnected while mm-hmm. still showcasing. It's more of a showcase than a interaction. Even a one sided interaction is yeah. better than no interaction. <laughs> <laughs> so when you think about your, your week, um, just kind of in general like on, a, on an average weekly basis, right? Like how much of your, like if you had to like give a percentage, right? How much of your time do you think you put towards Millie Dollar Beauty versus like your performance versus your like teaching? Currently, I probably put about 50% of my time into Millie Dollar Beauty. 30%, no, wait, 25% into performing and creating new costumes and routines and 25% into my classes and then an additional 10% uh, trying mm-hmm. to figure out maths. Oh, yes, you know, 110%. <laughs> we always got to give 110%, guys. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and an extra 10% that's actually like sleeping, eating, and having a social life. Yeah, there's so those too, yeah. We those those last two might be non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's very cool. I, I just, I love, you know, everybody who knows me knows that I'm kind of like a nerd when it comes to like business and like productivity and stuff like that. So I just, I love hearing about people's like their day-to-day, their, their day-to-day basis. Do you have any favorite like productivity hacks? Because uh, recently, a couple episodes ago, um, I had an episode on some of my favorite um, tools or tricks for productivity, um, which again, yeah. to somebody who doesn't love business and love this kind of geeky stuff, it may sound boring, but I think they can be really useful in even as yeah. an artist in, you know, like creating an efficient lifestyle where you can actually get more stuff done, even if it is mostly art stuff, right? But anyway, do you yeah. have any like favorite tips or favorite tricks that you like to do to make sure that you have a very productive week with all that junk that you do? I mean, you do um, so much stuff. So I do <laughs> how, do you, stuff. how do you manage? I do it. Barely. Um, <laughs> the, main, uh, the main thing with having it as a, having a beauty brand is um, you have to do a lot of showcasing how the product works, why it works, how it looks. So making those videos and doing a lot of shots, um, doing a lot of photo shoots and so on, that can be quite a lot of time yeah. just to to create one of those one minute videos you're talking like that could be two hours per video so there there has to be a few days where I will just sit with my camera and try out different looks mm-hmm. and film different little tutorials and then take it all off and do it all again because you want that content to be fresh and getting out there all yeah. the time but yeah. because I've tried to incorporate it with having a, a bit of a blog as well mm-hmm. so that I can write about uh, other companies and do reviews on different products. I have to constantly be out there trying the next thing and trying other brands and other companies as well as then also doing research into what I want to get into my store. So yeah, that's yeah so there's, a, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Like juggling. There's just so many, you know, balls yeah. to juggle, so to speak, yeah. <laughs> you know? So what do you, I mean, it sounds like you do, I mean, something that I've heard called like batching before, right? Where you have like, or like yeah. theming your days kind of, where you have like just a day or two days where you just do all of your filming. Is that kind of how you usually yeah. work? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, but there are times where I'll think uh, if I'm having a night out or I'm going to do one of my workshops, because I like, I like to be presentable in a burlesque sort of sense for my workshops as well, because I think it is very important to put a lot of effort into it every time you go on stage yeah. and I, I say to my students as well like I think using stage makeup to show off those features because you need to be able to convey to the audience uh, the emotion within your piece and the emotion in that specific bit so having that strong makeup which is mm. what glitter is you know glitter can be like quite striking you need that to help you convey a message Definitely. so even in my workshop spaces where there's very bright lighting and they're very close to me and they're probably <laughs> petrified because they're like, why is she so glittery? <laughs> <laughs> so um, if I have times like that, I will set up my camera and try and do an extra video. So I can, I will batch, but every now and then I'll just throw in an extra one. Well, that's smart, like keeping an eye out for, you know, those opportunities, taking advantage of them when you're, you know, you're basically all done up anyway, you're ready. That's that's part yeah. of my problem is that I do a lot of batching, so I struggle to, like, think of it when I'm, you know, when I'm at a show or when I'm, you know, when I am all dolled up, I don't even think about doing, like, a short video because it's not part of my batching. So there's good parts yeah. and bad parts to that idea, right, to batching. Yeah, and it, it can be difficult to keep up with social media in oh, general anyway because so it's... <laughs> Yeah, there's so many different platforms that you feel you should post on. 
So um, even though you'll you'll batch, mm-hmm. you don't want to just post one video a day and that's all you do. You're going to want to right. connect with other people, looking lot. into other companies. I mean, there's a such. reason that in big companies they have a they have full time social media managers. You know what oh, I mean? Definitely. Like there's so much I to do. We are our own social media managers. I'm doing it for myself. Right. Um, I do some for my husband as well because he's not he's not that a big a fan of social media. Right. So a lot of times when he puts up his videos of him doing aerial work, I've helped him with that or posted it <laughs> on his behalf. Uh-huh. Um, and then also the Million Dollar Beauty. Yeah, that's a lot. I have about I'm impressed. three different Instagram accounts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, now, do you use any tools? Like, I know, for example, for a while, um, especially when I was doing Burlesque Mulan stuff, I was using Buffer um, to help kind of schedule out social media posts. Do you use, and I know there's also like Hootsuite and stuff. Do you use any any tools to help you with it? I did use Hootsuite for a while, mm-hmm. but I'm now, I think it's called If It. I'm trying to remember the name of the website. If, if this over- and that? Yes. Yes, I love if this and that. It's I F T T T, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because little simple things like having um, your photo go from being just a link on Twitter yes. to showing the full photo. That was like, the example just, I was going to use, too, because I have the same thing. Yeah. I hate Twitter. I hate it. I'm just not a Twitter person. Um, but I know it's important. I so just I, use it to check what people on Drag Race are saying now. <laughs> like, True. Is tea? <laughs> I, I'm British. I like tea. Um, <laughs> tea is good. Because <laughs> when, when you connect your Instagram to your Twitter, normally it just posts it as a link, right? It'll yeah, just, if you do it through the automatic integrations. But if you use If This uh, and That, yeah. it'll post it as a native Twitter photo so people can actually see the photo without having to click on the link and stuff like that is huge yeah it's amazing yeah. it's people they won't click on the link because Twitter is constantly being updated and generally people follow, follow so many mm-hmm. that they're not reading what they're saying if there's if there's a, ca- a caption and a link to a picture I don't mm-hmm. think most people would click on that no, no, um, so. so to have it integrated it just looks a lot more polished yeah so that's yeah that's a great tip though I mean if this then that and I think I talked about it I don't remember for sure because it was such a while ago but I, I had mm-hmm. an episode where I talked about the top five apps for burly king and queens um that was bad that was one of my first episodes so that was a while ago I don't even yeah. remember what number it was I'll link to it in the show notes for this episode but um and I think I talked about it there because there's so many things that you can do even just on like on a personal level I have it set up so yeah. that when I am outside like the like the GPS location of my house it automatically turns my Wi-Fi off on my phone so that I don't have to worry about you know doing that yeah like I mean it's, it's really... I always turn mine off and then forget realize three hours later like oh shit I've been on my own exactly. I've been on my work. So I have this. I have it set like the GPS coordinate set in a circle around my house. So when I when I leave that circle, the Wi-Fi automatically turns off, and when I come back in that circle, it automatically turns on. Yeah. So you know, if this and that is a great tool. So I will link that up um, along with some some resources for that in the show notes um, for this yeah. episode. Now I want to take a quick break from talking about Millie Dollar Beauty, and I just want to I, I'd like to ask you if you are reading anything at the moment. Do you have any favorite books that you have yeah. going on, or anything that you're reading? Well, I, I'm a bit odd in the sense that when I read, I prefer nonfiction. So um, I read a lot of David Sedaris. Ooh, David um, Sedaris. He, 
Excellent. Yeah, he, he does a lot of nonfiction about his younger life and crazy stories. Um, and he does a lot of readings as well. I think he nar- narrates most of his own works. And he has done a few like radio shows over here for Radio 4 in England, which is like the one the posh people listen to. Um, mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he's got a, a really great voice. It's very distinctive. So which one are you reading right now? Right now, I'm just about to finish When You Are Engulfed in Flames. The great thing about his books is they're all collections of short stories. Cool. And when I'm, because I travel quite a lot doing various shows, it's really handy to have those short stories because I, I get too engrossed in books. That if I read and the chapter's finished, I, I want to read the next chapter. Yeah. But with his work, it's like you've read that story and that's that story over. So it, it makes it a little bit um, less stressful. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> I'm like, I'm stressed because I want to read more, but I can't. <laughs> I want to read everything. Yeah, that kind of like yeah. little bite size. I like that a lot. So yeah. for those of you listening, um, if you've heard our last couple episodes, you know that um, we actually have a new sponsor for the podcast, and that is Audible. If you're not familiar with Audible, they have all sorts of audiobooks. Basically, it's an audiobook app. So they have it on your iPhone, they have it on Android, Kindle, MP3 player, all of that kind of stuff. So for everybody listening to Burlesque Strip Down, we've got a special deal going on with Audible where they've got basically a free 30-day trial, and you get a free audiobook download to give you a chance to just kind of check it out, see what you think. So I'm looking right now on the website, and they have When You Are Engulfed in Flames, and it's written by, obviously, David Sedaris, and narrated by him as well, and it's nine hours and three minutes. But like you said, the great thing about that would be that it's like in these little chunks, right? So you could listen to a short one on your commute or something like that. Yeah, you can pause it without any stress. So you can pause and just come back to a new story later on rather than worry all day like what am I missing what, like what's next what's gonna happen next <laughs> right or like stopping mid, you know mid sentence <laughs> or mid story or like trying to find the right chapter break or whatever like that so yeah. that's really cool well audio uh, yeah. like audiobooks I mean those of you who are listening to this podcast obviously you like kind of listening to things right because you're listening to a podcast so I highly recommend just checking out audible um if you haven't already because they've got that free 30-day trial it doesn't hurt you at least check it out you can listen to them on your commute when you're you know when you're sequining when you're rhinestoning when you're glittering yourself with this nice milli dollar um, biodegradable glitter <laughs> you know anytime if you, you know, I, I listen to books a lot when I'm cooking I'll do that that's kind of my go-to so if you're interested you can download a free audiobook over at audibletrial.com slash burlesque strip down again audibletrial.com slash burlesque strip down you can search for anything by David Sedaris and just check out his books um, I, I mentioned last time I'm actually reading or listening to um, Carrie Fisher's first book uh, Postcards from the Edge which has been really really lovely to hear her voice uh, narrating this awesome book so you can check out audibletrial.com slash burlesque strip down you can also go to burlesque strip down.com slash audible if you need a reroute there in case you forget the other one thanks again to audible for sponsoring the podcast i mean what's crazy is that you and i have already been talking for almost an hour which is Awesome. And um, what I usually do at this point is I switch to our pick your poison and this or that section. But you know what? We did that already. So for anybody who's wondering about Millie's answers to our this or that, you can go back and check out episode 41. So instead, let's kind of jump into talking about any last bits that you want to share. First of all, I'd love to know, Millie Dollar Beauty, do you ship worldwide? We do indeed. Um, We have started getting a lot of overseas orders coming in. So uh, we're particularly popular in Germany. I think I should have to go to Berlin 
I think and I sample is amazing, like vegan treats and such. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, we have started going, uh, sending stuff over to America as well. Okay. So it's quite interesting. Some of the people that we have using our bits and pieces. I can't really say who they are, but it's very Ooh. exciting to get our brand out there um, and hopefully used and seen by many, many people because it's it's been such a rewarding but very not quick journey but it's from our hard work it's taking off i'll be honest it's pretty amazing i mean i didn't realize that it had just launched in you know what you said april yeah. i mean that's only a few months like that's pretty amazing the the strides that you're making so i'm really i'm really excited for you and i'm excited to see where things go so um that means for everybody listening no matter where you are in the world you can get some million dollar beauty glitter right Yes, indeed, and lashes as well, and um, which have also been made to come in little compact uh, style boxes. You know, like when you've done a show and you take your lashes off and then go, where am I meant to put yep. these? And you <laughs> end up them anywhere and then you panic because you didn't put them back in your bag. Or <laughs> yep. like you t- the amount of times I've turned up at a show going, where are my eyelashes? Yep. Like I have the, the box that eyelashes came in, but I don't have any eyelashes There's in no there. <laughs> So uh, we've got these boxes made that are little plastic compacts to make it easier to pop your lashes back in at the end of a show and have a little pocket-sized carry case for those. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Well, definitely we'll be checking those out. So if anybody wants to, you know, buy some glitter and get it shipped wherever they need to in the world, um, it's milliedollarbeauty.com, right? Is that the place to best get you for that? it is indeed. Okay. Now tell me about your social medias. So I do um, the Facebook lives. I kind of do through my own Facebook, which is um, Millie Dollar. Yeah, which is just Millie Dollar. I'm, I'm quite easy to find, you know. I get around. <laughs> I get around. <laughs> yes, we all do. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> it's nature of the game. And um, for the Instagram, it's Millie dot Dollar dot Beauty. Okay. But we do come up if you just search for Millie Dollar. If you um, find my other Instagram, which is Millie underscore Dollar, because both come up, you, I do a lot of crossover posts and um, you can find a link in there quite often. And for anybody who, um, you know, I mean, for the most part these days, it's so easy. You can kind of Google someone's name, especially in Burlesque because yeah. we have fairly unique names. So you can just kind of Google that and, like, find their medias. But if you need a direct link, you can always go to the show notes for this episode, which will be linked through burlesquestrippedown.com slash Millie, M-I-L-L-I-E. And that's, again, where you'll be able to find all three episodes that Millie has done because she's an amazing repeat guest and has done three <laughs> whole episodes. I love it. Um, so you can go there and then I'll have all of the links to all the social medias and the website and the blog, which I love the blog too. I was looking on that. That's some great. Thank you. To have. Millie, thank you. I, I, I love chatting with you every time. That's why I've had you on. You three too. Times. <laughs> I know. I look at me overachieving again. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's the accent, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I just love that Liverpool lass. I love it. I just love her. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to share with our audience before we sign off? Yes, so keep an eye on the store because we will have more stuff coming soon and on the blog as well because I cannot stop myself from just working really hard and expanding to the point where I'm probably going to engulf the entire universe at some point because I would have expanded that far. (laughs) (laughs) They call me the black hole of burlesque. Oh my God, that's perfect. I love that. (laughs) The black hole of burlesque. 
<laughs> I love it. Well, yeah, so definitely keep an eye on all of Millie's stuff. And I'm actually just thinking, too, at some point we might have to have a fourth episode with you where you give us all your best glitter tips because oh, that God, yes. probably needs to happen. <laughs> Why Don't wouldn't it? it? Don't put it there. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for coming back on, Millie, and we will talk again soon, okay? Thank you very much for having me. And there you have it, my darlings, Millie Dollar of Millie Dollar Beauty telling us all of her good stuff. Don't forget to head over to audibletrial.com slash burlesque stripped down to start your free trial and hear all of the different goodies that we talked about that book by David Sedaris, or you can get the one um, from Carrie Fisher or any other book. You get 30 day free trial and a free audiobook. audibletrial.com slash burlesque stripped down. Once again, to get any of the show notes from this episode, you can do that at burlesque stripped down.com slash Millie. That'll be the home base for all three of her episodes, our triple guest here. <laughs> You'll be able to get those all there. Um, definitely check out some of our other recent episodes. We do have some more coming up in the pipeline. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, particularly if you are maybe a um, performer of color, or if you are someone who has an interesting story to share or anything like that um, or comes at it from a different perspective that you haven't heard represented on the podcast, I would love, love, love to speak with you. I want to get as many different perspectives as possible, locations, types of performers, you know, demographics, psychographics, all of those things. I just want to get everybody. So feel free to send me an email velvet at burlesquestripdown.com if you would like to get on my recording calendar so that we can get your voice heard uh, by all of our listeners. As always, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to burlesquestripdown.com slash support. That will take you directly to our Patreon page where you can sign up to donate as little as a dollar a month or a couple bucks, you know, less than a cup of coffee per month. And it really just helps us out to pay our hosting fees and to do all of those different things. And I'm going to start putting up some more um, exclusive content over there, which I kind of haven't really done since last Christmas. So that was quite a while ago. So I'm going to start doing that again over there. And if you'd like to join our team and help out uh, with anything surrounding Burlesque Strip Down, even as an ambassador, kind of sharing these on a more official level, you can do that at burlesquestripdown.com slash join the posse. Or you can, of course, just share these on your own, you know, sharing, giving a rating, review, subscribing, all of those things really, really, really help to get our podcast in front of more listeners. Once again, thank you for sticking with me today, and I am super excited to talk to you again soon. Uh, we do have Miss Kalita, who is coming back as another repeat guest, and that will probably be the next episode that I put up. So until then, my darlings, don't forget to stay sexy. Stay sexy.